Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Arsenic and Espresso. I'm Alice Arsenic. This is my co-host, Josh. And this is a podcast where we rarely drink coffee, but we always talk about metal music. Uh, tonight, we are drinking delicious, truly margarita mm. hard seltzers. These are phenomenal. Mm. It's been a long day. Hashtag not sponsored. Um, I'm drinking the margarita lime. What are you drinking? Strawberry hibiscus margarita style. Mm. Bomb. Anyway, we're about to dive into a new segment that we're going to call Last Week's News Today. Maybe you guys missed out on it last week. Like we did. Maybe you didn't, and you just want to hear what we have to say about it. Either way, you clicked on the video, so you probably want to hear about last week's news. So, first story on the list. All right. So, first up, we have a story about... um, Chris Barnes. Do you know who Chris Barnes is? No. Okay. Do, do I? And I just don't know that I know. Uh, no, you probably don't know. Okay. So Chris <laughs> Barnes, um, he made the news today, though. Um, well, actually, last week, um, because of his comments on death metal in general. So I think it's kind of funny um, that you said you don't know who it is, mm-hmm. um, because he seems to think that he's a big deal. Oh, no. um, who is he? No. Um, honestly, though, he has had a huge impact in like the death metal scene. Mm-hmm. Um, so he is the ex lead vocalist for uh, Cannibal Corpse. So you've heard of Cannibal Corpse before. I don't know if you've heard much of I know stuff. of Cannibal okay. Corpse. I have never listened to them once so on if, purpose. If you can think of, though, the like stereotypical Gen Xer that wears a Cannibal Corpse tee and is always like, oh, you think that's heavy? Do you listen to Cannibal Corpse? Like That's who Chris is as well. So being the lead vocalist for that band, that's how he acts. Okay. Um, All right, a little holier than thou. Yeah, so, so he is, um, and and to like give the flowers where it's due to, um, many, many, many people credit him for like putting the standard on low growl vocals in the death metal scene. Okay. So good for you. Yes. Way to right. go. Accolades, so, snaps I, for Chris. Snaps for Chris. Um, oh, he would be sick if he ever saw this. I and I, I'm I'm kind of excited about it. Um. But he's now in a band called Six Feet Under. Um, I'm going to be honest. I am not familiar with a whole lot of their stuff at all. Um, the only and... Six Feet Under I know is the TV series Oh, with Michael C. Hall. And oh, he yeah. plays your taker. That was a good series. Fantastic. That was a good series. Um, but anyways, there was a, um, a roundtable discussion that had happened. Um, and it had a few people, um, the vocalist from Cannibal Corpse, the new vocalist from Cannibal Corpse, right? So Corpse Grinder. His um, replacement? Yes, his replacement. That's awkward. Right. Um, the vocalist from the Black Dahlia murder and from Gate Creeper. So anyways, uh, they were talking about the their favorite vocalist, basically, um, in the death metal scene right now. Okay. Did Chris um, say himself? No, (laughs) not quite. So there was like a um, uh, there there was like a satire account that was made on like a Facebook page or whatever that said basically um, what did it say? It said uh, all death metal singers suck except for me. Um, That wasn't actually what he said. Okay. Um, But what he did say is that he despises what the genre has become. um, And that's a bit dramatic. Right. Um, that the current death metal vocalist made him physically ill. 
yeah he's he's a little bit dramatic um like super dramatic yeah all i'm going to say is i have very little to zero respect for any musician who has the audacity to say that current people are not talented mm. simply because they're not your cup of tea does not mean they're not talented mm -hmm. um I do not listen to Ariana Grande. Ariana Grande is an incredibly talented singer. It's not my opinion. It's fact. Mm -hmm. Do I listen to her music? No. Does it make her a bad musician or singer? No. no. It, has, it has nothing to do with your personal taste. It has nothing to do with your uh, personal beliefs, if you will, on if people are talented or not. Um, just because he doesn't like it doesn't mean there aren't people who aren't incredibly, incredibly talented yes. in the scene right now. Yes. Well, and um, so Corpse Grinder, the current mm -hmm. vocalist for Cannibal Corpse, he fired back uh, in an interview today or yesterday or whatever it was. Maybe it was last week. I'm not sure. Probably. Um, but uh, he fired back saying that he's actually super happy with um, uh, what the scene is today yes. um like incredibly happy with it um and he talked about the the tour that they're going on and who's with them and all that sort of stuff who are they touring with Do you um, know off the top of your head oh white chapel um oh yeah so but <laughs> <Like> they're <laughs> they're touring with white chapel okay. um and so i don't know he just he really spoke highly of the scene um and i think that that's a big deal and not to mention that there's a lot of people who have listened to um chris's current stuff and um the general consensus is that yes he used to be really really great um but not only has he not adapted with the times which is fine right like i mean old heads yeah. can be old heads right they can right. they can do their stuff and um and it can still be fantastic for what it is yes mm -hmm. um but he's definitely fallen off a lot from his peak mm -hmm. um so he kind of peaked back in high school as mm -hmm. well um there are, I will say, in music right now, not just in the metal scene, there are a lot of men around his age who are going through it. Yeah. They are struggling with the fact that they are no longer 25 years old, that they are no longer um, number one spot record holders for mm -hmm. whatever, um, yeah. that their music is not hitting the charts, that it's not charting at all, much less in a top 10, top five position. Right. Um. And I mean, I think that would be something that would be really, really hard to deal with, realizing that your time has passed, that that your season has yeah. come to an end. Um, there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with with people's tastes changing. There's nothing wrong with the the scene evolving and growing. Um, it's wrong to take it personally. Yeah. It's wrong to be so dramatic to be like, oh, there's no one out here who's good. <laughs> right. Everyone sucks. Like, that's stupid. That's so yeah. childish. Yeah. That's so childish. Well, and and that's sort of the the sentiment that everybody's kind of been giving back at him as well. Um, just like, sir, like, go buy a fancy sports car like everyone else your right. age when they have a midlife crisis. Yeah. He's the the old guy yelling every, at everybody to get off his lawn, you know. Yeah. Um. And and nobody wants it, right? No. Um. And it's no. and it's interesting because people like I think it was um. Well, I mean, many many people, but for instance, the Will Ramos, mm -hmm. he said that one of his largest influences mm -hmm. was Chris Barnes, mm -hmm. um, and his vocals. Mm -hmm. Um. And so like that's a really big deal. I think that there's a lot of people in the scene right now that are doing some amazing vocals. Yes. Um, and 
this dude's just old and bitter. Um, well, the crazy thing is, is okay. Like I, I never listened to Cannibal Corpse. If you are new here, um, I grew up very uh, conservative, religious, and I didn't start listening to metal music till high school. And even then, it was Christian metal. Right. So there were a lot of these bands that I just simply didn't get into. And so now it's kind of like, okay, like I get it, but I also, I would rather listen to stuff I really, really, really love. Um, so anyway, um, even though I didn't listen to them, I still know the impact that Cannibal Corpse had on the metal scene. Yeah. It was, I mean, Cannibal Corpse was a household name like Slipknot, like Corn. Right. They were said together. Yeah. Right. So he has had a huge impact on this scene. There's no Absolutely. question about it. There's no and question. Nobody's questioning it. Nobody's trying to take that away from him. Right. And yet he's acting like right. it he's... is being taken away from him. Yeah. And it kind of just feels, it honestly just feels like he needed some publicity because um, to be honest, I didn't remember his name um, until I was like, oh, oh, the old cor cannibal corpse guy. Oh, yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. I know who that is. Right. Um, mm -hmm. And like, that's how. I mean, and, and I mean, I'm But not... also we're not, we, like, we don't listen to Cannibal Corpse. Like, right, why would we right, remember right. the old lead singer's name? No, you're right. We were just talking about that I, to this day, forget that Ronnie Radke was the lead singer of Escape the Fate. <laughs> right. Like, every single time. And then I read an article and I'm like, oh, yeah, he was in Escape the Fate. Like, it is, it's new information to me every single time. So, like, when you're not in the scene, when you're not in that band's or rather when that band is right. not in your constant rotation, like why would you remember their name? Right. It's fine. It's not like, it's not, it doesn't make you less of a metalhead. It doesn't make you less of a fan to not remember people's names. Yeah. You know? And like, I could go off about how toxic the community is for that reason of people yeah. being like, how do you not know his, not only his name, but also like his first ex-wife's name and their baby. And then all of those things. Like, yeah, it gets a little too, um, I don't even know the word I want to use, but people yeah. people take it a little bit too seriously in the sense of like, are you a fan or are you not a fan? As someone who never listened to Cannibal Corpse, I can acknowledge they had a huge impact on the scene. Yeah. they And to this day, like you just said, Will Ramos said that he was influenced by Cannibal Corpse. Right. One of, one of the biggest metal vocalists right now. Yes. Right. I mean, and whether you agree with that or not, um, like... He he is huge on the scene right now. He's getting yeah. um, the genre a whole bunch of attention. Yes, and for him to say that that um, Chris was one of his um, one of his influences, like that's that's a big deal. Well, right? all that's, that's going to do is turn people onto Cannibal Corpse who never listened to them before. Yes, and they will specifically seek out when Chris was the vocalist. Yeah, they will specifically seek out that music. Yes, so it's. I think he's he's having a moment. He's 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 feeling he's feeling a little hurt. He's feeling feeling a little upset, and he's lashing out. He is. He should probably see a therapist. Probably should. So, <laughs> <laughs> what do you guys think about that? Though, um, I want to know your mm -hmm. comments down in um, the comment section below. Um, what your thoughts are on Chris, what your thoughts are on uh, Corpse Grinder, um, mm -hmm. the response to it and everything. Um, do you even care? Right. Is it something that that's every every <laughs> single time, every single time I've ever heard the phrase Corpse Grinder, I always think the Corpse Bride. Oh. And so I like that's where my brain goes every time. And then I have to be like, oh, yeah, not not that not the not that claymation film. That's funny. Um, anyway, I guess segment two, news article two. Yeah, news article two. Actually, this bleeds in pretty nicely. Once again, old people in metal. 
going a little off uh, off hinge. Um, Corey Taylor. So from Slipknot. Yes. Um, I respect him. I'm going to go ahead and say I respect his take on this a whole lot more um, than Chris's. Um, but his beef with MGK right now. Which is um, kind of funny. Let's be real. It's funny. It's, it's funny. It's, it's humorous. Funny. MGK doesn't know how to make himself famous. Right. So he um, dates really famous women and he tries to start beef with really famous men. Right. No, and, and I, I would um, counterpoint and say um, that's exactly how to get famous. Um, he, Maybe he knows, he knows ex- exactly what exactly he's doing. Exactly what he's doing, um, but I just have zero respect for it. So, And I, I feel like that's a, that's a huge sentiment in mm-hmm. the community. Either you love MGK's music and so you fangirl over him, mm-hmm. or you realize that it is cookie-cutter pop punk. You might jam out to it, but... Um, like when it's on the radio or whatever, but mm-hmm. you don't have respect for the person who he is because he just kind of showed up onto the scene mm-hmm. and said talking trash from right, the beginning. From the beginning, shit. so <laughs> it's like, why, why would anyone want to listen to you, sir? If all you're gonna do is talk smack and talk trash about your predecessors. I mean, yeah. when he first started on the scene, he was like, I'm a rapper, but also, right. absolutely, Eminem can go fuck himself, and you're just like, okay, what? Yes, what? Um, and so what was funny though, I saw, um, it was a clip of Corey Taylor. They were on a, it was a metal cruise. And so that sounds delightful. Right. And actually kind of, kind of does. I don't know though. It depends on the fans that are there. It depends Um, on the fans and it depends on how far in the ocean you are. True. True. Um, but he was taking questions after a set. Um, and they asked him about, you know, what's new with MGK or whatever. And so he kind of recapped it and everything. Um, but how it all kind of started um, was that MGK was making fun of the shoes that um, metal musicians wore, that they wore comfy shoes and that they should be acting like rock stars and wearing uh, tall boots and, and crazy shoes. You know what it makes me think of, though, is that Nickelback song, Rockstar. Yeah, that's what it that's like. That's his idea of a rock star. Right. Which is fine. Like, if that's what he wants to be, that's fine. You know, but I guess. But we're not all Gene Simmons, okay? <laughs> right. Well, and, and like. We can't all wear platforms that every kind day. Of, and, and it kind of ignores the transition from hair metal um, and to, to thrash and to grunge mm-hmm. and then into the new metal scene, which is what Corey Taylor is. He is yes. like one of the faces, one of the Mount Rushmore faces of yeah. new metal, right? Yeah. Um, was this transition that kind of rejected the whole hair metal phase, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, the glamorousness of yeah. it all. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, there are a lot of new metal. Well, But then it's, it's even funny, too, though, because, like, they're the people wearing masks, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, they are rock stars, right? They're right. doing, like, some crazy stuff. They're right. dressing kind of crazy. Yeah. Maybe they want to wear comfy shoes. But they're dressing kind of crazy. And then that was what MGK decided to talk smack about them to at the whatever fest they were at as well is that they were wearing masks. So I think he's just all over the place, but, but I think their, it's just that's their whole shtick. Right. The masks were a thing. They did that before. Like that was so um, mm-hmm. unheard of, if you will. Yeah. Like when Slipknot came to the scene. I, okay. Again, you're new here. Grew up yeah. Southern Baptist. Um, my entire church went into like sh- mm. like like emotional shock when yeah. Slipknot hit the scene and yeah. i remember when there were kids in the youth group listening to them i mean or like wearing the shirts right 
Oh, it was. It was you. You, you had might to pray as for well, them on the way in and the way out. You know. Well, you might as well have had a human sacrifice to Baphomet in the church. Like, right. like people were freaking out because they had never seen anything like yeah. this. Um, and a lot of it's funny. Speaking of Gene Simmons, a lot of the the older people in the church I grew up in. They were. They would always say stuff like, "Well, you know, I do like that heavy stuff. Like we listen to right. Kiss. Like we grew up listening to Kiss. Blah right. blah, blah. All this stuff." And you're like, "Okay, it is no different than what Gene Simmons did." Right. Black at Sabbath, the time, like all of them, yeah. Right. Yeah. It is no different than what Ozzy Osbourne did at the time. But it was new and it was fresh, so people feared it, and so yeah. people freaked out. Yep. They Slipknot made a name for themselves that went. Beyond people who listen to metal music. Right. When I say they became a household name, people who I never, like, who were like, oh, no, I don't listen to metal music. Oh, but I listen to Slipknot. Right. You know who they are. Yeah. You know who yep. they are. Well, and so, and like, and so, like, that's I where the- I just think MGK is a baby. <laughs> I just think he's a total baby. I I think that there's a, a lot of truth to that. Um, I, I feel like his his moves in the music industry are very calculated. Oh, yeah. Um, and, and- well, and I think his trash talk is intentional. Oh, for he sure. He does it for the negative press because any yep. press is good press. Yep. Absolutely. He was never bigger um, until he made the diss song on Eminem, right? Mm -hmm. And then he wasn't... I mean, he was big in pop punk already, um, but then when he dissed Corey Taylor, now he has oh. diehard fans in pop punk, yeah. right? Stands. Um, yeah. Mm. Now he has his own stance. Yeah. Um, and so... Yeah, I, I, I just kind of think it's lousy. Him and Travis Barker make some uh, incredible mm -hmm. pop punk sounds. Um, mm -hmm. But actually, on that note, um, did you hear the latest song that they put out? Um, the one with Willow Smith? Yeah. So I want to I start off by saying I think Willow Smith is a fantastic artist. Mm -hmm. I think the work that they have done to separate themselves from um, Will Smith and Jada mm -hmm. um, to establish themselves as an artist outside of their family has been very successful. Right. Um, it is not the type of music I listen to, but I do think they are a fantastic artist. Especially um, on pop punk sound, I yes, would say. I agree. Um, I agree completely. That so voice makes sense. When, when this song came across my Twitter, I was a little bit excited. I was like, I do really like Willow. Yeah. MGK has been on a couple things that I enjoy. I or, don't listen to MGK on the regular on the regular at all. But if there's a song that I mean, our kid listens to him, like our right. nine year old has him on his playlist, you know. So it's like if that playlist is on and and one of MGK's songs come on, I'm not like, oh my god, turn it off. Um, so I was I was a bit excited. So I clicked on the video. I cannot lie, I got about four or five seconds in, and I was oh, like, really? I'm out. I I didn't watch the video. I just heard the song. I did not listen to the whole song. Yeah. Okay. I, I did not. I, I was like, I don't have this in me today. Fair. Um, for me, that song sounded exactly like everything that he put on his last album. Mm -hmm. um, and yes, I get like Blink-182, right? Mm -hmm. Like they put out multiple albums. You know, they all had some basic, you know. Mm -hmm. Resemblance any song of, could have been off yeah, of any of Yeah, it the could albums. have been off yeah. of any of them. But to me, it, I felt like it was the exact same song as something that he had put out before. Just it had Willow's voice on it instead. Okay, who's the feature on this song? Is Willow the feature or is MGK the feature? I think Willow's the feature on this one. Okay. So I can't find the tweet exactly, but someone tweeted out that 
MGK cannot make music on his own mm-hmm. and that he relies on the features. Okay. Pretty much. So, I mean, he's done. Well, the fact that Travis Barker has written like all of the music mm-hmm. to all of it, right? Mm-hmm. Um, it's it. It's kind of weird they're hanging out. I'm just going to put that out there. That's a little <laughs> weird. That's a little weird. That's a little weird. But then that delves into the whole yeah. uh, pop culture aspect yep. of also who they're both that's, dating. That's always a thing. Strangeness. Um, um, I feel, so like, like I said, I didn't listen to the song. I can't yeah. lie. I got about four seconds in and I turned it off and I was just like, not my vibe. Um, I think that MGK is trying really, really hard to be someone that people talk about. Yeah. Um, Willow Smith has fans that will support them regardless of what they're doing. Right. Uh, like super fans, super fans. Yeah. And I think MGK might have taken advantage of a super fan base knowing if he brought Willow onto a song, yeah. the kind of. Well, that's, that's what he's aiming for is the, the Gen Z um, sort of, I mean, that's who Willow's fans fan base are, right? Yeah. Is that Gen Z base anyways yeah. and so and that's what he's writing for right he's writing songs about being stuck in a locker or whatever right like he's writing how old is mgk he's like 30 something 32 something like that um he's about our age um but yeah he's still writing you know love songs about high school he's 31 oh yeah. sir sir um and so like that's Oops. another 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 problem that i have with him i also think that if travis barker is going to be um a part of like the songwriting and not lyric writing i think it i honestly think it probably is all mgk that's doing the lyrics it could be could not be i don't know mm-hmm. i don't really care but um musically right mm-hmm. he, travis barker is a huge part of of the songwriting um musically and um i think that they should uh like they should have formed a band right right an actual like, band i i thought it was good it was really cool that he was gonna help him with the first album and then now that i see that like it's basically the same thing but a second album Kind of feel like he's kind getting like the shaft, right? Yikes. <laughs> um. So, anyways, that's my two cents on him. No shade. Um, no shade. What di- What did you think about the song? It's fine. called "Emo Girl." Yeah, I thought it was fine. Um, but I thought that he's he's reaching to a young generation when he's not young. Um, and you know, which is whatever. Like you know, mm-hmm. musicians do that. Um, they got to market themselves. Um, but I thought that it was cookie cutter from, I don't know what song it is, but I feel like it's a copy paste of, of a different song. Um, let me, hold on. Let, let me listen to a, another. Okay. Let me just. Like it kind of sucks. I'm it, not going to lie. It, it kind of sucks. Um, it just, it, it, it could be off any mid two thousands, um, album that was inspired by all american rejects blink 182 plain white tees mm. to be honest to be honest um i feel like it would be on um what the heck is that movie um scotty doesn't know uh that euro trip euro trip is that euro trip road trip or euro trip one of the two but i feel like the satirical band from a euro trip sex yeah. comedy is yeah. what MGK writes like. Um yes. Yes. and like sh- okay, cool man. Um but, but then also just like, like market yourself as that. Right. Like That's... just just lean into it. Just lean into it and like I don't know. 
He's, I don't know. He's just a big goofball. Like well, I don't know. Like the, the I, fact that the fact that he is constantly, constantly. I know we talked about Eminem. I know we talked about Corley Taylor, but he is constantly. MGK rather is constantly um, belittling, insulting, um, and just generally making fun of people in the scene. Yeah. Whether it is fans. Well, and I. Whether it is other musicians. And I think the interesting thing, though, is like he he made it in both scenes. Like he was a successful rapper before he went after Eminem. Like he wasn't on Eminem's level, right? Mm-hmm. But like he was a successful rapper. Like he made millions of dollars. People knew who he was. Um, and then same thing in um in punk, right? Mm-hmm. Like he made millions of dollars. People knew who he was. But then he still felt the need to like come after people right. for for clout. And it's just like. I don't know. That's just not the scene. Like, I just think I think there's a way better way to get attention. I think if you are an actual talented individual, um, your talent can shine through without you being insulting. I think yeah. he's dramatic. I think he acts very childish. And I don't know. Maybe that's why he targets his music, markets his music to children, because he himself is a child. I think you're onto something there. I might be. I think you're onto something there. I took there. a few psychology classes in college. Emotional damage. I don't think that fits there. No? He has emotional damage, like trauma. That's why he, so he still acts like a kid. Oh. That's what I was going for. Maybe. I guess I we had pity to. pity the child. We don't pity the adult. Fact. The adults have access to therapy. Um, especially adults with money. Especially adults who Go make get some multiple therapy. millions of dollars. There's no excuse. It's the same thing as there is no excuse for these celebrities to have such bad tattoos. True. We oh we should do a whole thing about celebrities or like metalheads bad tattoos. We'll save that for another night. But we're gonna compare notes, yes. and I'm gonna show you all the scratcher tattoos. I well, those are fans too, though. Um, but I I would yeah I want to we we will go through band photos okay. and rate okay. their tattoos. Rate their tattoos. Anyway. Next, next news segment. We talked about MGK for a really long time. You should cut it down. I will cut that down. We gave him way too much credit. Way too, way too much, much time. time. So what's next? What who, um, what are we talking about next? Uh, Escapa Fate. All right. So if you are on any form of social media, you saw, I think it's two weeks now. This might be two week ago news today. Last month's news today. <laughs> um, Ronnie Radke came under fire again. Uh, because he posted what people perceived as anti-mask and anti-vax rhetoric on his Twitter. Um, I went through it. Some of it was a little iffy. Okay. Um, He, in a nutshell, he was pretty much saying, like, it is super difficult and super frustrating to be traveling across the United States, you go to one state that takes things super, super seriously and it yeah. becomes really difficult to perform. You go to another state and nobody gives a shit what you're doing. Um, and people are still getting sick regardless of, right. of what is happening. Um, he then came under the most in- dramatic fire on, over on TikTok. Um, and the videos that were being made about him were very dramatic. And they were, he did a lot of responses, kind of just calling these people out, saying, you're just chasing clout. You're right. just trying to do something to use my name to get attention. You don't actually care what I'm doing. You don't actually know what I'm doing. You're just reading the headlines. And that's yep. all, which I agree. I think a lot of these people, they were uh, 
they were grasping at straws, if you will. The, for the amount of super fans that he has um, that are absolutely willing to do just about anything for him um, and will go to bat for his name no matter what he does, um, he has just as many people who are also just like chomping at the bit so that they can post a video um, in a negative light of him. Almost like right? they're trying to catch him doing something. Right. right? Almost like they're trying to catch him doing and. And most of it's bad too. Most of it's like, can you believe he's dumb and stupid? Ha, right. ha, you and that's know? that's yeah. really all they have to bring yeah. to the table. Now, I this may come to a surprise to everyone. I do not personally know Ronnie Radke. Shocker. I know. I know. Like I'm shaking. I that know. is that is a yeah. But what I will say is um that we cannot know a celebrity beyond what they show us. Mm -hmm. At the end of the day, Ronnie Radke is a celebrity. He is someone who has created a persona. He has created an idea of how he wants to be perceived. And that is how he continues to behave. Now, I absolutely feel that he is putting him like his true self mm -hmm. out there with his music. I think on his Twitter, he is like, he's not, like his tweets aren't being ran through a right. PR person. No, that's him. Um, his TikTok is him. Like it's it's not like he's putting on a facade, but it is still a curated persona. Right. It is still you are only seeing the parts that he wants you to see. We've talked about this a lot, right? Yes. Any online personality, um, they show you what they want you to see. Yes. Now he does a lot more live stuff, like mm -hmm. via Twitch, and mm -hmm. it's a whole lot harder to. Like try to be somebody you're not when it's agreed long because live segments. When you, when you're live for five, six, seven, eight hours, um, it it does become difficult to maintain that persona. Right. And so I feel like if there were gotcha moments, right. it would be then it would be towards the end of those seven or eight hour yeah Twitch streams. Um, when he's tired, when his guard is down, maybe. And the, it's funny because there's no clips of that being right video grabbed being screen grabbed and posted all over the internet it's screenshots of tweets or whatever so people were freaking out they were like oh he's anti-vax right. he's anti-mask he he got on tiktok and he was pretty like he pretty much just said he was like well you don't first of all you don't know me which right. is true true um and he also had a few anecdotal stories about their experiences touring he said like myself and all of my band members we are fully vaccinated I still, Ronnie Radke, still contracted COVID and gave it to his all of his bandmates. Um, and he was like, we were all fully vaccinated and we all wore masks and we still got it. Yeah. And so I think there's a like just a huge level of frustration. And I don't think people were realizing there's a difference between being anti-vax, anti-mask and being frustrated. Yeah. Like we are on, we're coming up on year three mm -hmm. of this situation. It is incredibly frustrating. Um, I will also say that his experience is anecdotal. He right. is on a tour bus in very small, uh, confined spaces. It is super hard to keep things clean. Right. Um, and like, were all of the band members masking the entire time they were on the bus? Right. Were they wiping down surfaces? Were they wiping down were surfaces? They... I can honestly right. say in my um, personal work that I do, um, it's fairly confined space. Um, every single person has to wear a mask. Not everyone is vaccinated, 
but every single person has to wear a mask and everything has to be sanitized and wiped down on a regular basis. Right. I can also say we have had a few people who have contracted COVID and we have been able to isolate those cases and it has not spread to the rest of my team. Right. So my anecdotal experience is that masks work. Right. Is anecdotal experience is that masks don't work. Right. Regardless, people are frustrated. People are frustrated that we are coming up on year three of this. Um, I cannot imagine how frustrating it is to go to one place and just be allowed to perform, do your job, get mm -hmm. in, get out, and then go to the next place and be like, okay, well, you have to prove all of these things. You have to do all of these things. You right. can only have this many people, and we're going to put all of these restrictions in place, but we're also not going to explain why we're putting these restrictions in place. Yeah. We're going to make it really difficult for you to do your job. That would be super, super frustrating. Do I think he had the right take? Not necessarily. Is he entitled to his own opinion? Absolutely. And is in his anecdotal experience, I can get why he's frustrated. Yeah. And I think um, what that comes down to more for me is the duty of a celebrity. Um, and it's it's a, a duty. It's a burden. It's yes. honestly a burden that celebrities have. Anybody who is in the limelight, anybody who has any sort of following. Yep. Um, they have to be careful what they say, not only careful what they say, but what people hear. And how it can um, be perceived, yeah. Right. And so for me, I think that this, it's sort of a, a dangerous route because you have a lot, actually a lot of um, different bands and things coming out as like fully anti-vax, anti-mask, right? Mm -hmm. Um, and, and spewing some very dangerous misinformation. Right. Yeah. Um, and, and that's where it comes from. And I've seen the fans on his Twitter on, um, you know, responding on TikTok and different things, um, talking about how, oh yeah, Ron, that's right. Ronnie is completely right wing and he is completely, um, anti-mask and anti-vax. And I'm glad that he shares my same sentiment. Mm -hmm. Um, and like, that's where it gets dangerous right mm -hmm. um because and i'll uh link down below um a couple of uh studies that show like the effectiveness of masks um right. the effectiveness of vaccines and things like that um and that have nothing to do with united states politics yes exactly um and i think that it's important to look at that stuff um yes. because i think his latest single that he dropped um really explains both sides of the story, right? First off, people are always trying to cancel him for every reason. It doesn't matter what it was. It's right. probably something 10 years ago that he said. They're still angry about that. Right. Second, there's a lot of people just following mindlessly. Yes. I, I saw a lot of people in our comments when we did the reaction um, being like, yeah, F Joe Biden or, you know, <laughs> whatever. You mean, let's go, Brandon. Oh, yeah, let's go, Brandon. That's what they say. Um, and I was like, I, I don't think you're getting the whole point. No. Right. Because like, also in the video, the people storming the Capitol were the zombies. Right. Um, I digress. And <laughs> and so, but I don't think I don't think that Ronnie was trying to take a left or right approach to that. No. But just saying, like, there's a lot of voices out there, and if you just follow mindlessly, and so if you, you're going to get it wrong, right? And so if you follow yeah. the right wing, um, you know, uh, rhetoric. And you're like, oh, yeah, masks don't work. Vaccines don't work, right? This is all pointless. Why are we still doing this? Um, then you end up pushing a lot of rhetoric that is dangerous, right? Yes. Um, however, if you're on the other side and you're just like, oh, yeah, Papa Joe said wear a mask. Papa like, Joe. Right? Uh. <laughs> 
I you're you're dumb. Like mm-hmm. no, you need you the the choices that you make have to be yours from from actual research, not just finding out what you know was spewed on Fox or what was said on CNN or Facebook or Facebook. Yeah, I don't nothing you ever read on Facebook you should ever ever not take any of it seriously. Uh, it's yeah, ever. none of it. Um, the but metaverse anyways, is a lie. Like look at the research. Look at the actual research. Right, yes. us as human beings. Like I, I know a lot of people um, as like regular civilians. Right, a lot of us um, say, oh, I did my own research. No, you didn't. You read somebody else's research. Right? right, and so understand that that's all that you can do. You are not in the field to do that research. Right, no. your analy- or you're not your analytical. Your anecdotal evidence um, is not research. Is not research. Right. Right. It's yeah, it might affect the way that you think about things, but it is not actual research. And it and might affect your actions. Yes. It might affect the actions you take in a situation. Um, I think not not to go off on a tangent, but um I think the United States has a really hard time acknowledging that the rest of the world has not politicized a vaccine and mask mandates. Um, the rest of the world, or rather, right. the United States is wondering why the rest of the world is dropping vaccine mandates and dropping mask mandates, and it's because most of their citizens have gotten vaccinated. Right. And the U.S. is constantly, rather, the right wing of the U.S. is constantly saying, oh, we just need herd immunity. We just need herd right. immunity. Well, they're not immunologists. They don't understand how um, immunizations work. They don't understand how... Uh, how vaccines work if you like right. at all um and they refuse to acknowledge that a lot of these countries that are dropping these mandates have significantly smaller populations than the united states and that a greater majority of their populations have been vaccinated right so in turn simply based on science they do not need vaccine mandates anymore they do not need mask right. mandates anymore because most people are protected from this virus yep and the People that are going to be left at the end of this pandemic um, are all people that can say, I made it through mm-hmm. regardless. Regardless. Yep. Um, yes. And so I can't remember what the scientific phrase for that is, but basically it's like survivor's um, memory or something. But I mean, I mean, right. it's a confirmation bias. It's saying, like, yeah. well, I knew I would make it through because right. of my decisions. Right. And yeah. it's like, well, you survived so of course like you can say that but anyways um i i don't want to get too too far on the on on that but i think to to kind of wrap up what you were saying like celebrities have to be really really careful Mm -hmm. someone like ronnie he's got a massive pull um with millions of people right millions and so if tomorrow he came out and said you know I don't even know what. Right. Everyone should only wear blue shorts for the rest of their lives. Like millions of people. There's gonna would be a lot it. of people that do that. Yeah. And um, I don't think I don't regardless. think like your average fan realizes how intense the super fandoms become in these situations. Right. Um and I mean we've talked we've talked a little bit about certain uh stands and super fans right. of certain bands um on this channel. And um the fact is is like when you when you get to that stand level, um, things start to get dangerous, and I don't I don't think your average metalhead realizes that. Right. I don't think people realize how dangerous people get when they start to take things personally, right. and when they start to think they're when they start to believe rather that their um, parasocial relationship with this rock star right. is real. Yeah. 
and that that rock star wants them to do something. Right. And that it's a personal connection between the two of them. I don't think your average person realizes how dangerous and how um, volatile that can right. be in any regard, not just masking, not just vaccines, in right. general, ever. And it has been that way since celebrities were a thing. Yep. Well, and I think um, like one last point that I want to make on the the vaccines and masks in general is um, it's also important to, to um, realize who's telling you the information too. Um, so for instance, entertainers and performers, um, their revenue benefits from no mask mandates and no vaccine mandates. Um, and I'm not going to say that Ronnie Radke or any of these other people um, have only said so so that they can make more money. Um, but I'm not going to pretend like that doesn't exist out there for some of these responses that we've seen. Um, I agree. I would not pin that on anybody without like legitimate evidence. Right. This is not an accusation at all. Um, it's but just, it's just factual that these people make money based off being able to sell tickets to people to come see them in person. And that's, and, and not only just the money factor too, but these people love to perform. Yes. Right. Like, I mean, for instance, Ronnie Radke has made a lot of money streaming during the pandemic. Mm -hmm. um, so it might not even be a monetary thing. But the fact of just like getting out there and performing, doing what he loves to do. What is might that be a factor, like? Right. I know you're, <laughs> you're like, can I just stay home? I'm like center of attention. <laughs> no, gracias. Right? Um, Ugh. But anyways, I, 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 yeah, I, I definitely don't want to um, get into like a heated debate at all. Um, but I do want to know what your guys' thoughts are on the situation in general. Um, do you feel like he's being treated fair? Do you feel like he's not being treated fair? And do you feel like he's being held accountable for anything that he has said or alluded to? Or do you feel like people are kind of sweeping it under the rug? I think mean, people are just trying to cancel him because they want something to do. Yes. And so they are trying to find anything that they can that is even remotely taboo to latch on to and to be like, see, he's a shitty person. Right. And he even, I mean, he even called people out on TikTok, not to keep talking about this, but he even called people out on TikTok. He was like, why? Because I'm a murderer. Right. <laughs> and then he just yeah. like, like he called people out in the sense of like, they literally just read the headlines. They did not try to do any actual deep dive into who he is or what has happened in his life um, or anything like that. Right. I also want to talk about prison, but I won't save that for another video. Yep. Prison system fails everyone. Thank you so much for watching this video. Um, if you liked what you saw, did you have anything else? Um, no, just what you were going to say, if you like what you saw, I would love to do more of these news stories and things like that. Um, and, um, they're going to come regardless of what you guys think, but I do want to know how many of you guys love this sort of content. Um, MGK. love MGK. No, I don't want to know. Um, but <laughs> keep that to yourself. I, I do want to know like, um, what topics are interesting to you guys, um, for those of you that made it this far, um, if there's anything that you think we should check out, definitely hit us up on either the YouTube channel. We read almost every single comment. I'm probably sure every single comment. Mm -hmm. Um, and, um, or you could reach out to us on Twitter or Instagram as well. Mm -hmm.
And with that being said, hit the like button and subscribe for more content like this. See you guys much. next time.